Fun and Games podcast. We believe that playing games in student ministry isn't just about having fun. So join us as we talk about playing games, telling stories, and doing ministry. We hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, it's me again. We're back. Episode 5. And this time, it's going to be one of those a little more different episodes. So this week I don't have a guest on my show. Um, I wanted to come and talk to you guys uh, about specific things that don't go so right on your youth night. Uh, Specifically, it was something that happened a couple weeks ago uh, where we were bringing a new game to our youth ministry that not many people had played before and it didn't really get explained quite right. Now, the recovery of the hosts of the night was amazing. They recovered, the kids had a good time, they stayed engaged, and we kept on trucking. And it ended up being really good. But something that I wanted to address and something that I've really been thinking about lately is that there's three things that we have to keep in our brain um, when we're doing a new game. And I know that I said I was going a different direction uh, with my podcast uh, with this season, but this is going to throw it back. We're going to talk just about games. Uh, this episode. So thanks for joining. The first thing I want to talk about is the situation that happened. So um, at our student ministry, they were playing this game. We come up playing a game called shadow boxing. It's all over Twitter. It's, it's a popular, just regular new playground game. So the gist of the game is one person is going to be the pointer and they're going to point up, down, left, or right. The other person is the looker. So the aim of the game for the looker is not to look in the direction that the person is pointing. And the way that you win the game as the pointer is that you point in one direction and the other person looks in that direction and this is kind of like rock paper scissors style where you go one two three go and if you point and they look in the same direction you get a hit you win very simple very straightforward uh, game but the problem was that the hosts of the night came up and he had no clue how the game was played. And so as he was trying to explain it, he got very overcomplicated and not by his own fault. You know, he didn't know what this game was. This was the first time he'd ever heard of it. He was trying his best, but it just ended up flopping. And so... What we did was, on the fly, they said, all right, 
Everybody stand up. We're going to play Birdie on a Perch. They started the music. They did everything. They played Birdie on a Perch just as we normally do. Everyone got involved. The night was saved. Uh, They kept the students' attention. They recovered phenomenally. So there's three things uh, out of this that I wanted to point out. Number one, the most obvious, sometimes an activity, a part of service, something is going to flop. It happens to the best of us. This was a big flop. It wasn't the biggest flop that I've ever seen. I could probably think of multiple times when the whole service was derailed. Uh by a game not being that great. Um, But, yeah, the first thing uh, is that it happens to the best of us. We have to remember not to let it get us down, not to let it derail us from hyping up the service. They stayed positive the whole time. They were hyped the whole time. And so we didn't lose any of that energy that we had in the beginning due to a game flopping um, they just kept on trucking the second one is the second thing is what we have to do is we have to have people presenting a game and the rules that know the game Um, it was no fault of my friend that he didn't know the game I don't think that the choice of people to present and the game itself was taken into consideration nobody knew that he didn't know how to play it or very well or nobody knew he didn't know how to explain it or nobody knew that he was having a you know a hard time he would have a hard time explaining it um and so you know what i glean part of what i glean from that is you have to have you know a good idea of the game that you're playing that's why uh, my friend completely flipped it around and said, all right, let's play Birdie on a Perch, because that's one he knows how to play. He's seen it played before. He's run the game before. Um, and that's one he knew he could turn it around with. Um, and the third thing is that you have to know how to recover. I'll say it for the hundredth time in this episode, but this guy knew how to recover. He kept his energy high the whole time. Uh, Even when he saw that it wasn't going well and nobody was really understanding what he was saying, he was like, okay, guys, this is what we're going to do. We're going to stand up and we're going to play birdie on a perch. And he kept his excitement and he kept his enthusiasm the entire time. And that's the most important thing. I've said it once and I'll say it a thousand times. It doesn't matter what you're doing But as long as you have a high level of enthusiasm for it, your students, your kids, whatever ministry you're in, everyone will get on board. And so that's really just what I wanted to come with you guys today. Three tips on how to save a service from a game that uh, went haywire. So catch us next week. I'm going to have a special guest next week. I'll see you guys then.
thanks so much for listening. If you like this podcast or have any questions, feel free to give us a follow on Instagram at funandgames.pod. We'll see you next week.